All about Doug Peterson's press conference. No pun intended that I said press. Zay Jones and Calvin Ridley. Backwoods. All of this stuff going on, man. And we're going to talk about it here on Locked On Jaguars. You are Locked On Jaguars. Your daily Jacksonville Jaguars podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey there, good people. What's going on with you? Welcome to another edition of Locked On Jaguars. I am Tony Wiggins, the host of the Locked On Jaguars podcast. We're at your team every day, and we thank you for making us your first listen. Quick reminder, we are free to subscribe to on our YouTube page at Locked On Jaguars. Make sure you tap in, hit the subscribe button, the bell, and hit the like button too, right? But if you hit the bell, you get notifications when and wherever we drop an episode and you can tap in. And if you're riding around in your car, sitting at your desk, and you're listening on a, you listen to the podcast on another platform, make sure that wherever that is, you tap in every single day. Shout out to the everydayers. We appreciate you being everydayers, and you can be an everydayer if you join every day too. I got I gotten some heated stuff yesterday uh, on social media, and um, we're gonna talk about it today. And I'm gonna try to do my best. Without emotion, I'm just like anybody else. I get emotional, especially when people make accusations or try to treat me like a, a jukebox and thinking you can put a coin in me and make me say what you want me to say. And that's never going to happen. So um, some people got the block button, but that's OK. Uh, I ain't that important, I guess. Anyway, uh, based on the way we interacted yesterday. Uh, uh, I guess I don't know what I'm talking about, but I will, for those that want to know, explain everything uh, today. So Doug Peterson mentions executions, not Press Taylor. I'm going to explain that in depth, okay? Zay Jones gets arrested. Zay, 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 it ain't so, especially for what they uh, charged him with, which is a misdemeanor domestic violence. That's almost an oxymoron charge, isn't it? Domestic violence is so serious, you can never really think that it would just be a misdemeanor, but thus it is. I, you know, some, you know, I've heard little bits and pieces from what people say folks read, police reports on radio. I didn't hear that stuff, but apparently snatch somebody's chain, snatch his uh, kid's mother's chain off her neck or something, and there was a mark there. And I'm not downplaying it. I'm just going to let the judicial system play itself out before we do a whole bunch of judgment based on like how serious it is or what the league is going to do about it. Um, and then Calvin Ridley and backwoods. Uh, I guess some smoke shop around here uh, in Jacksonville really bought some backwoods and they, um, I guess they leaked it. And now Jaguar fans did what Jaguar fans do. <laughs> they reached out and touched them and got, gave them a bunch of bad reviews. But I'm going to talk about Ridley and what that means for him. I'm going to talk about Doug Peterson, though, because it's ironic. I don't know if ironic. I don't know if it's irony or not, but just yesterday in his press conference, Doug Peterson stood up while I was beefing and arguing with people between me going to the cemetery to uh, complete uh, my sister-in-law's transition yesterday. Um, there were a lot of people that I think wanted Doug Peterson to come up 
and just smash on Press Taylor or take the reins of the play calling, which he very well might do. And a lot of people got mad at me yesterday because, see, I'm, I'm the type, I go right to the source. The source for all of this, whether you think the calls are bad or not, and I don't reduce being an offensive coordinator to just play calling. And I think that's where the difference between me and a lot of people that think they know what the solution to this issue is, that's where that comes in. Doug Peterson removed himself. A lot of people believe that Doug Peterson just wanted to help um, Press Taylor get a job. And that that wanting to help Press Taylor get a job is sacrificing the Jaguar season and their offense and Trevor Lawrence and wasting Trevor Lawrence. That's, that's the crux of the way everybody feels about that, right? That may be true. But I also think that one of the reasons Doug Peterson did that is so he could monitor and watch other parts of the team and be more of an overall coach. The reason why I think we have to emphasize that I don't just reduce being an offensive coordinator to being a play caller is because I got friends that do that for a living and coach for a living. And they told me they're in the facility from 5 a.m. to 8 o'clock at night working on a game plan. They call the game for three hours on Sunday and half of that is spent on defense. So it's an hour and a half versus six days a week where you're going for 14 hours. That's 84 hours that you spend on your game plan and teaching and doing film work with your players. And then you spend an hour and a half going through it. And then when they come out looking discombobulated, I would much rather say, I ain't want to, I don't want to talk about play calling. I want to talk about teaching and preparing those guys to come out and be ready to go. And ultimately that falls on Doug Peterson and press Taylor, but ultimately Doug Peterson, I'm not going to sit here and, and, and point to them like there's some married couple and the husband and the wife are equally, res equally responsible. This isn't that kind of structure. The head coach is responsible, especially when the offensive coordinator is his understudy for over a decade and is handpicked. Yeah. So that's why the onus is on Doug Peterson. The onus is also on Doug Peterson. And the, the answer from the fans is we know that we, we just want Doug to get rid of him. We think he's the problem. My point is, is how do you know that? When the coach stands up right in front of the podium and right in front of everybody and immediately points out like eight to ten uh, mistakes that the guys made, like fumble, like that wasn't on a play call. Holding, that wasn't on a play call. That sack wasn't on a play call. If you want to talk about the third and fourth and one stuff, Doug was doing that last year when he had the team and folks said he needed to stop doing it. Doug's been doing that in Philly. So if you want to get mad at those plays, the handful of plays, blame it on Doug. If you want to get mad at how they're being taught and how they're prepared and what what the strategy and the game plan is, that's on Doug because he has to sign off on it. You don't know. You know what these coaches do every single week and every day of the week. When, 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 when they're getting ready for the game plan, Doug Peterson is standing there with a sheet and a headset. If Press Taylor is about to call a bad play and Doug doesn't veto it. Or at some point, when the defense is on the field, press, let's do this and let's do this and let's do this. I know it's your game, but we need to do this and do that. If he's doing that and press is doing what he says, it's on Doug. If he's not doing that and just letting press do what he wants to do, it's on Doug. I know what it is, man. 
There's a love fest with Trevor Lawrence and Doug Peterson. They can't do any wrong. If something is going wrong, it has to be somebody else's fault. Well, I beg to differ. And nobody's going to tell me otherwise. And, and I hate to sound like this. But Locked On pays me to do this podcast. They don't pay you to do it. So I'm going to say what I want to say. And I'm going to uh, post what I want to post on social media. And I'm not going to have to defend it against anybody. But what I won't do is sit here and speculate like I know what the hell's going on all week. And I know that like Doug Peterson just walking the press, go do the game plan. We'll see you Sunday. And right before the game goes, what you got? No, he's sitting there doing it. I think the the, the this is the reason why. And, and I might even post this audio at some point. In a in a short little video and post it on social media. It's the reason why the minute that was announced right before the first game, I said, why did they do that? Because what happens is, and I hate to say it like this, and I'm not telling you I know either definitively because I don't, but because me and other people are in that building, I don't know how in the hell people who aren't in that building come to conclusions that they come to when we can't even come to those conclusions. Doug Peterson hasn't given any, any, any. And see, here's another thing. He comes from Andy Reid tree, right? So when people didn't give Eric B. Enemy a job, you know why they didn't give Eric B. Enemy a job? Because they say, well, it's Andy Reid's offense. Even when they saw on film Eric B. Enemy over there calling plays, even when Andy Reid has sat there and said, he calls the plays a lot of times, he's calling plays, folks would still, and fans included, everybody knows that's Andy Reid calling that offense. Well, how come because this one doesn't work and Doug says he's calling plays, He's calling plays. It's not. It's not me. It, 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 it's it's us together. You believe it. You don't believe Andy Reid when he says it's 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 because because there's a lot of success and there's a lot of good things. And I'll tell you something else. You can't say anything bad about Andy Reid because their offense this year hadn't looked good either. And you know what everybody said? They missed Tyreek Hill. They won a Super Bowl last year without Tyreek Hill, and the offense was fine. They scored thirty eight points on Philly in the Super Bowl. They're a year removed, removed away from Tyreek Hill. Blame Andy Reid now. Airbnb enemy in there. And that's the point that I'm trying to make. When someone is revered and loved for whatever reason, folks have seen them be successful. They always assume that it's something else. It's not sometimes. It's the person that's responsible. And Doug Peterson will stand right up and say, we need to coach better. And that includes him. One of the things he mentioned yesterday in his press conference was, he tells guys, hey, man, I want you to do more away from the building. And I'm going to paraphrase that because I don't actually have the words right in front of me. What are you doing? Are, are you are you looking over the game plan? Are you looking at film? Are you doing more? Are you getting after it? And those are, so I'm going to talk about that because he mentioned that and he mentioned execution. And then two things happened in 24 hours that are the exact opposite of what he was talking about when he was saying what guys should be doing. I'll tell you about it in just a second here on Locked On Jaguars after I let you know about Jace Medical. Now, I'm going to give you an example of something that happened to me once. I went to Ohio, right? And didn't realize the drugstores, the drugstores were all the way in the suburbs and the one in Cleveland, the ones in Cleveland, closed early. And I wasn't used to the pollen and my eyes swollen up. looked like I got stung by 12 bees. I couldn't breathe and we had to drive. On the other side of Shaker Heights, which is like 
30 miles from where we were just to get me some medicine. See, if I had the Jace case, that wouldn't happen because the Jace case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use. All it takes to get a Jace case is fill out a simple online form. In some cases, jump on a quick call with one of our board certified physicians. That's right. The Jace case is the truth and you won't have to be caught like I was without medicine with your throat all swole up and closed up. Jace is unbelievable. Man, please make sure you order your Jace case. Get your Jace case at Jace Medical and make sure you don't get caught like me out there without the medicine you need. Make sure you get a Jace case, Jace case at Jace Medical. All right, man, we're rolling along here, Locked on Jaguars, talking about Doug Peterson and some of the things that he mentioned yesterday in the press conference. Talked about execution, mentioned. Nobody expected them to be able to come out and just bully the 49ers front. I don't think they expected it. In fact, the, the, the way that they play, they, they do want their guys to fight. They want them to put up resistance because you put up resistance in just that one little block or that little bit of time that Trevor needs, he'll get rid of the ball and he'll find somebody. I think the Jaguars game plan going into the game the other day was this. If we just get a little bit of time, our receivers are better than their corners. If we just get a little bit of time, we can start making them pay for their aggression with misdirection. If we can block them just a little bit, we can make them pay for their over pursuit and start going the other way with some screens. It worked on a couple of drives, the drives with DeAnthony uh, Johnson was uh, was in the game. 25, I, I, I'm sorry if I just said his name wrong, but it, it really, really helped in that area. They were, they were doing it, they were moving the ball, and then you get down there and they get cute and you get a tip ball. And that's what happens. That's the kind of stuff that happens when you just can't line up and block people. And that's why I focused on the offensive line yesterday. And I, and I, and I called Trent Balky and shout out to the person that thought I was being an idiot. The Ernest Johnson. That's right. That, my name is Anthony. His name is Ernest. Okay. The Ernest Johnson. But that's why I, you know, I was so quick to call out Trent Balky because I said, this is a game of a team that decided to go for it in free agency in the draft and a team that didn't. And the team that went for it in free agency already had more top-end talent, and they still went for it. And Trent exercised patience. Right, wrong, or indifferent, that's what he did. I, I said they did it in free agency, and they did it at the trade deadline. And then somebody wants to just point out, and this is the thing that I keep telling people too, when you hit me back and you want to engage, don't just point out the free agency part of it. Well, we didn't have any draft picks. The whole post said free agency and, and free agency is where you're going to land five, six, seven guys, or at least three or four in, in, in the trade deadline, you get one guy. So it's more about the free agency part of it than it is about the trade deadline. It's also more about the mindset and the willingness of this team to say, we like our group. And you heard them say that over and over and over again. And my point is, is you got to know yourself. You got to know what's in your house. You don't have to tell everybody about it, but you have to know if that group is really good enough. Are you being optimistic? Or did you really expect the offensive line that you rolled onto the field? And I did not. 
was going to be able to go up against a top-tier team like San Francisco, Philadelphia, Kansas City, and move those people out of the way when you need them to. Not dominate them, but just do enough. Like the Bengals did, you know, a couple of years in a row against the Chiefs. Like the Bills did in, in a barn burner. Can't, they might have the advantage, but is that advantage big enough that you can't get anything else done? Well, the Jaguars' offense has struggled all season. And one of those one of the reasons that they've struggled is because the offensive line, they haven't been whole, and we've been giving them the benefit of the doubt. Apparently, the other day, they were supposed to be whole for the first time, and then they screwed up. So when they talk about execution, they're talking about guys being able to make plays. They're talking about guys being able to face their competition and their and their opposition and do at least enough to give themselves a fighting chance. My point is, I don't care how much you want to fight. If you can't block them, you can't beat them. That's why I pointed back at Balky. And that's why I pointed back at uh, Doug Peterson. Are they calling plays a certain way because they know they're deficient in, on physicality on the offensive line? Perhaps. I don't know that definitively, but my opinion could be that that's what it is. And it'd be based on what I think it is. You can yell all day about Press Taylor if he doesn't feel like it. See, this is what I, this is what I want folks to know. If Press Taylor is calling a game and Doug Peterson is sitting there communicating with him and listening to every single call he's making and he's not stopping it, well, Press ain't going to stop himself. He's not. You have to, Doug has to do it. And while fans are yelling for Doug Peterson to do it, I'm saying it's Doug Peterson's ultimate responsibility. So what if he doesn't disagree with him? And that's what I keep trying to tell. If he disagreed with him, he would stop it. What if he doesn't? If he doesn't disagree with him and if, and if Press is making these calls and Doug is going, that's what I would do. Or maybe Doug had just talked to him while the defense was on the field and say, let's go in this direction, this direction, and this direction. And he says, you got it. I got it. We're going to do this. And, just, and Doug is sitting there listening to it. Maybe it's the exact same Doug would do, and it's just not working because they're not executing. Or maybe it's a bad game plan from the very beginning. And that is on Doug Peterson. It's not rocket science, man. It's not personal. It ain't enough for you to be trying to pull up on somebody about I'm sorry I had to block some people because you want to put words in my mouth and not understand exactly what I'm saying. It is on Doug Peterson. Go ask Shot Khan who it's on. Even if you think it's that one guy, it's Press Taylor, Shot will tell you that's Doug's problem. Because you know what? You don't want to put him in that position. You made the choice to do it. You work with him all week on the game plan. So... He's not going to go to Press Taylor first. He's going to Doug Peterson. What's wrong with your boy? That's what he, you know, not in those words, but that's what it is. Zay Jones got arrested and had a court appearance and had $2,500 bail on uh, misdemeanor domestic violence. Does that have an impact? First of all, domestic violence is very serious. Um, don't put your hands on female. Don't put your hands on a woman. And that's the first thing. Hopefully he's not the type of person that does stuff like that. And then we have to get to, are you putting yourself in certain, certain positions? And, you know, sometimes if you have a toxic situation, you got to, as a professional, you got to keep yourself out of it. 
I don't know. I'm not going to speculate. We'll see how it goes. Things like this don't uh, go, uh, don't fall on deaf ears with the commissioner. We'll just have to see. But football is not the priority. They're going to have to figure out exactly what they need to do in order to be competitive and um, figure out how to get Calvin Ridley going. Figure out how to get Calvin Ridley going. We'll talk about that in segment three. Um, I guess somebody released some video or snitched on Calvin Ridley. I guess they're calling it snitching. I don't know why they would even release it unless Calvin Ridley cursed them out or threw something at him or something. But Calvin Ridley apparently bought backwards. If y'all don't know what backwards are, um, your boy going to tell you. I'll be your hood tour guide and tell you exactly what backwards are used for, for the most part. In just a second here on Locked on Jaguars. First, I have to let you know about FanDuel, man. It is not too late for you to get in on FanDuel, which is America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. You heard that? New customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. And y'all are my official partners here on Locked On Jaguars because you are every dares. And I have to let you know as well that Locked On, listen to this, Locked on nfl kickoff live each friday that's right friday at 2 eastern on every locked on nfl youtube channel host tanitra baptiste jarvis davis and kyle Krabs will break down every game on nfl slate to get you ready for your team's matchup your fantasy lineups your betting angles and more plus get the in-depth local analysis from our stable of NFL hosts across the country, who knows these teams better than anyone else? Find Locked on NFL Kickoff live every Friday at 2 Eastern, at 2 p.m. Eastern on any Locked on NFL YouTube channel. All right, let me tell you about this Backwoods situation. Don't know, didn't see the video, don't know much, but Backwoods are, are you know, known by the people on social media. Are Backwoods illegal? No, they're cigars, come in a little pouch, right? Most of those people commenting on backwoods will tell you that it's not what they're used for. That the tobacco is dumped out and something else is put in it and it smoked, right? That's the assumption. They done jumped all over that dude that put that out there that Calvin Ridley came by there and bought him some backwoods. Well, what does that mean? This ain't necessarily the stuff that Doug was talking about doing away from away from work or on your own time. I'm not going to be naive and tell you that I don't think that a whole bunch of athletes do exactly what people are insinuating that Calvin Ridley uh, is doing or is up to. I don't know how this affects his exempt list or whether he was on the commission exempt list, if he's still on or once you're in the program, are you all? I have no idea. All I tell you is from an optic standpoint, it doesn't look good. Just like the, even though the Zay Jones situation is more serious for real life reasons, none of this looks good on the day that your coach is standing up there saying it's about execution and guys putting in the extra work and figuring out how to do this and that. And then the extra work that guys are putting in and getting them in the police blotter or getting them talked about on social media because of insinuations. 
not going to sit here and point a finger at condemnation at anybody without knowing all of the facts. So I won't do it. It's just that this is not what we were supposed to be talking about right now. We're supposed to be talking about the Titans trying to get back on track, trying to get this team on board. Remember the word culture kept getting thrown around a lot. Remember the word fit kept getting thrown around a lot. Well, do they have it? Do they have a culture? Do they have a fit? Was everybody tricked and fooled because everybody was playing nice and it was all about enthusiasm? I know we just want these football playing Jesse's man that don't do anything, get in any kind of trouble when they get off the field, right? I get it. I'm the same way. I feel you. But stuff happens. Stuff happens. They got to find a way. They got to figure it out, man. The only chance that they have is to execute better. If the play calling isn't going to change, the only thing that they can do is go out and make those play calls work by executing better. And on tape, they do a lot of boneheaded stuff. They do a lot of silly stuff, especially along the front. Maybe, though, it's what they do because it's what it's all they're capable of doing. And that goes back to well, you should have got better people. And whose responsibility is that? So when you say, well, blame you, somebody called me some kind of name yesterday and told me I was blaming the GM and not the players. No, no, I'm blaming the players. If you got a six-month-old puppy and he's still pooping in the house, uh, the, the 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 owner didn't train him properly, did he? You get mad at no dog for not going to the bathroom or letting you know when you got to go to the bathroom when you ain't ever taught him how to do it. The dog ain't got no learning disorder. The trainer has a, a teaching disorder. And players would do what you allow them to do. And if they're not just doing what you're allowing them to do, if they're... If, 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 if you're not allowing it and they're still doing it, you see the one or two things. They can't do what you're asking them to do, which means they don't need to be there or not. they're not good enough at it. Or they tuned you out, which is another problem that's on you. Which one is it? Are they tuning you out or are they just not good enough? Now, if you tell me they had a bad day, I get it. But they've had a bunch of bad days all year. And the thing about those bad days is the rest of the team was able to lift them up and they were able to win some close games against teams that, some of them think they're pretty good. Buffalo don't look that good now, but teams that don't let you get away with that stuff don't let you get away with that stuff. And guess who those are? Those are the teams that I told you that they're going to have to beat in order to get to the goal that we ultimately want, which is the championship. They made it to the final eight last year. We were trying to get them into the final four. Are we good enough to get over that hump and compete with those teams? Well, those teams make mistakes unforgiving. You pay a price. You pay a toll. You pay a tax when you make those mistakes against good teams. The Jaguars have been living on turnovers, led the league in turnovers caused. Good teams don't do that. You got to find something else to beat them with. They ain't going to just give you the game. And I said at the beginning of the season and in the offseason, we are now past and beyond measuring this team against bottom dwellers. We're trying to measure this team against the people that they're going to have to run through in order to get a championship. And when you do that, there's higher expectations. You can take your emotion out of it. It's either you're good enough or you're not. 
the only chance they have to, to, to overcome any shortcomings that they have because you can't fix them now. Trade deadline's gone. There ain't nobody walking around on the street that you can just pick up that's going to help you uh, get rid of your offensive line woes and, and your lack of a real tall receiver and, and the guy who can't threaten the seam and you can't even get the ball down the field. There ain't nobody walking around here that you can acquire that's going to – you can't even trade for anybody. You got to fix that in the offseason. That's why I pointed at Trent Baalke. All right. Maybe some of the guys you have aren't as good as you think they are. They're good enough to win you 10, 11 games, but they're not good enough to win a championship. There is a difference in this league and we just got to figure it out. I don't have all the answers. The only chance they have though right now is playing with who they have and those guys executing and all hands have to be on deck. You can't be in jail. You can't be sitting here having all of these other distractions. You got to be there you got to be healthy you got to be bought in you got you got you got to want to execute you got this is what we got man we're gonna we're gonna take our best shot i'm gonna hold that block a little bit longer i'm gonna do whatever if they got to start leaving a tight end in the chip the 49ers rushed three people up there and sack trevor lawrence they got to tackle better they finally met a team that were going to challenge their ability to tackle debo McCaffrey, Ayuk, take better angles. Kittle, them dudes are hard to bring down, man. All right, so hopefully I explained that to you enough. We went over Doug Peterson and what he mentioned and what he didn't mention in his press conference. Zay Jones gets arrested. And then we talked about backwards a little bit too much. Make sure you tap in here tomorrow here on Locked on Jaguars and make sure that it's your team every day by showing up every single day i'll do the same and i'll keep dropping this content if anything breaks i will let you know you guys make sure you take care of each other we'll see you next time here on locked on jaguar